From Salesforce Studios, this is Blazing Trails. Welcome to Blazing Trails, where we bring you conversations with some of the world's leading thinkers who move us, inspire us, and make us think. I'm Michael Revo of Salesforce Studios. Back in 1998, Steve Jobs was trying to persuade today's guest, Tim Cook, to join Apple. Cook was on the fence about it, and one CEO told him he'd be a fool to take the job. But Cook listened to his gut, and now, as Apple's CEO, he's a visionary leader who is using his platform for change. Here he is on stage at Dreamforce with Salesforce CEO, Mark Benioff. All right, good afternoon, everybody. How are you all doing? Did you like the keynote? Did you like Alicia Keys? Yeah, and here she is. No. <laughs> but better, better. I don't know. Actually, pretty tired here. Um, we have someone amazing. We have someone who is not just a phenomenal leader in our industry, not only somebody who has redefined what it means to be a chief executive officer, but someone who also is a leader in the world and somebody who I have learned so much from and I could not be more excited to have the Apple Chief Executive Officer, Tim Cook here. Tim, please come and join us. Thank you, Laura. So happy to have you. Welcome. Oh, I am thrilled to be here. Well, we're so happy to have you at Dreamforce. This is our dream that you would come here. <laughs> I'm not Alicia Keys, though. I mean... <laughs> Well, you're close. <laughs> you haven't listened to my voice. <laughs> well, we'd like to, actually. Um, well, we can sit down, we okay. can stand up. What would be most comfortable for you? Whatever you want. Well, why don't we have a seat? Okay. And Tim, I'm so happy that you're here and thrilled that you, that you um, uh, could come and be here with us today. And um, I, um, you know, Apple has such a place in my heart since uh, you know, 1984, I uh, was given an internship there, yeah. and uh, that really kind of set my career off. I had never worked in a company before, and I'll never forget that, and I'm very grateful to the company, so thank you very much. Thank you. It's so great to be here. I'm honored to be asked, and thanks, thanks everyone, uh, for showing up to this session. I see a few people up top as well. Thank you so much. So, Tim? Um, I'm going to let you open up. Yeah. I think maybe we could talk about some of the things that are happening between Apple and Salesforce customers. Yeah. And that's so exciting. Yeah. Maybe I could start, just say a couple things about Apple and the Oh, well, that would be great. And, um, you know, we were pulled into the enterprise. Uh, after iPhone shipped, uh, uh, people began to take iPhones into the enterprise and and they begin to say, hey, we want you to do this and that in the operating system and really have the mobile operating system that's best for enterprise. And we took that challenge to heart and uh, it became evident that there was gonna be this blending of personal and business in a way that we'd never seen before. And that most of us don't wanna carry two, two phones. I mean, some people do, and by the way, I love you if you do. Uh, but, 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 but most people don't. And, uh, and so for a decade or so, 
We've been working on bringing features, enterprise features, to the operating system, and I'm really proud of how far we've come there. Uh, we're now in every Fortune 500 company, and eight uh, of 10 companies are, are writing apps, custom apps, for their enterprise. And so it's come a long way. It's, in all honesty, it's behind the consumer revolution of apps. Uh, but, but I'm really proud of the trajectory and so forth. And so there's great momentum. For, from a partnership point of view, I couldn't be happier with working with Salesforce. And we've had some uh, terrific customer wins together. Maybe some of these will uh, come on the screen here. Uh, the first one uh, that I thought I would mention is HEB. And I don't know if you know about HEB, but they're the largest private employer, yes, in, in, uh, in the Longhorn State. And over 100,000 uh, folks or, or so, and incredibly innovative. We're really proud to be working with them. Uh, they're using apps from everything from uh, like, like the, the photo here of, of checking temperature of, of foods and making sure they're you know, exactly right for the customer. They've worked on customer-facing apps for online delivery. You know, groceries changing a major way, and they're, they're really leading the charge here. And also, from an employee management point of view, between timekeeping, scheduling, and, and these kind of things. So lots, very pervasive throughout the business. And uh, I think a good example of a company that's using it to transform their business. Uh, too, for too many still, mobile is about browsing and email and messaging. And those are all important. Uh, but arguably, the way you change the business is using, is using mobile apps. And uh, this would only be possible, or is only possible, because of the work that Salesforce did to, uh, on the SDK which started at the beginning of our partnership, thank you very much. And then uh, today, uh, with our announcements this week on Salesforce Mobile coming out and, the, and Trailhead uh, for iOS and exclusive on iOS, as I understand, which I really love that. that, that. Uh, you know, there, there's just, I think the sky is the limit here. There's another one here that I, I thought I would mention. This is a company that's been around for 167 years. You know, it, it makes us all feel young, I think. And they're Holstons, and it's a mattress company. And it's been uh, passed down through the family over multi-generations. And they've used it to totally change the way their selling process works. You can imagine the old system of uh, the sales professional having to go behind the uh, wall and something and check on the PC and check on inventory, and it taking so long to configure, and they're re they really did really high quality uh, mattresses, and so the configuration time has been reduced by 90%. This is like a total rethink and, uh, of how things are done, and I'm, I'm, I could not be happier with it. And so those are just two of the examples, but there's a ton more, and the, the, the thing is people are truly using it to transform their businesses. And uh, I, know, I know you're proud as well. I'm, I'm super proud that, that Apple is involved in these and, and involved with Salesforce with these. 
Well, Tim, I'll tell you that I guess there's one more example, which yeah. is me. And I run my business on my phone. I have for years. I don't even own a computer anymore. Yeah. I don't need one. Well, I'd I mean, like you, you guys to have Mac, done such a good job. Thank you. You know, I, well, I have it somewhere, but I couldn't even tell you where it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think I have it mostly. I haven't thrown it away because it has some videos on it and things that I pre-iCloud. Pre but I um, don't use a computer, and yeah. the, the phone has really become an extension of my office. Wherever I am, yeah. if I have my phone, I can work. And I have my apps, you know, my, my you know, Salesforce has an app. Of course, I have my, all my other capabilities, apps that yeah. we built, and messaging and things. But everything I need is on my phone. And, it's, 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 it's been a quite a, free, it's, it's a freeing feeling, you know, and, mm -hmm. and especially with the, you know, uh, incredible capabilities with video today, too. Oh, especially what you've done with FaceTime and multi, yeah. you know, uh, multi, uh, mul multiple people all appearing within that. I mean, it's just incredible, the productivity you. that you can achieve. It's just, you guys have done just a beautiful job. You should take a Thank hand you. for just great engineering. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The, the, the feeling is mutual. You guys have done a fantastic job. And I love the way how you're constantly uh, taking all of the new things and quickly incorporating those, whether it's series shortcuts or handoff or anything essentially that makes your customer more productive and uh, quickly making those available to the customers. And, and uh, so I, I think uh, the sky's the limit. Well, we've learned a lot of that from you, honestly. I mean, we learned the value of innovation. We learned about the spirit of innovation yeah. and listening deeply to that spirit and the ability for Apple to innovate now for so many decades yeah. so consistently. So, it's incredible. So many people confuse innovation with change, and they, they become... Uh, convinced that innovation is, no, is just change. But I think uh, both of us recognize and our companies more importantly recognize that innovation is about making things better, not just merely changing. And that, that requires a, a depth of thought that's well beyond just merely changing something. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's Apple's secret. Yeah, it is, is Apple's secret. secret. It's, it's really been from the beginning, Apple has been committed to making things better and having yeah. a sophistication in every part of the engineering, including the design. It's about you know, making the world's best products and enriching people's lives. Mm -hmm. And if we can't do both of those, we pass and go to the next thing. And, and so uh, with that kind of filter, if you will, it means we only work on a few things. But we, we try our best to do those as, as good as we can. And it's incredible because the company, I mean, has gotten birthed. I mean, it must have been birthed in the 70s, right? Or what yeah. is the founding year? It must about be. About 78. About 78, then, right? Uh, so it's incredible to see that it's just a, yeah. you know, a waterfall of innovation over decades. That, that's the beauty of the commitment that you've had to serving others. It's incredible. Yeah. We've never, and we've never set the objective to be first. We've always set the objective to be the best. We've never set it to, be, to make the most, but to be the best and to have the best. And uh, that North Star has helped guide us through the temptations of 
you know, going for market share and the other kind of things that companies can, can uh, have objectives to do. Uh, we just want to make the best products, and we think if we can do that, we can have an okay business and, and invest in, in, into the next round of products. Well, I've noticed that not only you make the best products, which is, I think, clear to many people in this room. How many people here own an iPhone or an Apple product? Oh, thank you. Thank you. If you own an Android, we do recycle those at the Apple store. <laughs> <laughs> And this stage that we're sitting on has a tremendous history. With it Apple does. as well, it must bring back memories and visions it, and inspirations. It does. I felt it coming in uh, in a major way, to be honest. Uh -huh. uh, this was a theater that lots of the Apple products were announced in, and uh, Steve unveiled many, many products here. And I can feel him uh, in his presence when, whenever I come here. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot, some, a, lot, a lot of memories here. Is there an especial memory that came forward or uh, um, strong for you? Well, it's mainly of him. And so, uh, you know, with a lot of people, when they think of Steve, they think about products. And of course, I think of that, but I really think of the, the, just the simple things that he did. And the, every time, every day, he always left the office before I did. I'm not sure why that was always the case, but he would always stop by my office before he left mm -hmm. and exchange notes on the day, mm. right? And so it's the simple things like that, that the friendship mm -hmm. that, that I hold. And uh, I remember him more than once rehearsing on the stage and sort of, going way off script and uh, in a way that only he could do uh, and sort of uh, making everybody laugh along the way. Mm -hmm. And uh, he wasn't known for that, but he did that. Mm -hmm. We're gonna take a quick break now to bring you a conversation with Salesforce's Matt Jaffe and WordPress VIP CEO, Nick Gurner. With unparalleled power and flexibility, WordPress VIP is the leading provider of enterprise WordPress and powers digital customer experiences for companies like Facebook, Spotify, Capgemini, and more. In these 10 episodes, you'll hear from their CEO, Nick Gernert, on how he and his company view the future of work, digital transformation, and more. As you mentioned, it's about keeping the audience front of mind. Yeah. Audience first. Yes. And that's like... That's just so key to, to WordPress because it's really the software that people wanted, right? Its ubiquity comes from the fact that like this was selected by the masses sort of in, in, in really use of this. And it was brought into organizations like Time, actually not top down like a lot of software is brought in. It was sort of a bottom up adoption. It's that, you know, the consumerization of IT where it's like people are using something in their personal lives. They're like, this is great. Why does my software at work have to be such a chore? Why is it so hard to do my job and, and the tools there? Can I bring some of the tools from my personal life into work and start to leverage those there? And we see that sort of bottom up adoption there where it's like, okay, users are demanding better. They want better out of their software. WordPress can deliver there. And like great news, it can meet all of those expectations that you know major organizations would need in terms of reliability, stability, performance, scalability, security, things like this. Or we can help show you like, and this will stand up to the overall demands 
of massive audiences, massive organizations. I mean, I have to tell you, I literally lived this. I was, <laughs> I was blogging a lot about soccer years and years ago. It feels like a past life. Yeah. And it was, it was so easy for me to use my WordPress blog yeah. to publish whatever story I wanted. And then I started working for ABC News and all of a sudden that process was a thousand times harder. It made yeah. no sense. That was our earliest stories really. Um, you know, back in our, our history, we, uh, if you remember All Things Digital, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, with Kara Swisher and yep. that, that was one of the first like big bets on like, we can take WordPress and and not just use the old CMS that the company has been right. using. And, and we've got a new initiative and let's do that. And let's, let's really be daring there. And, you know, from there we have, it really has grown out to say like, look, it doesn't have to be the blog, right? Like this can be uh, a primary this business can be use. It. This yeah. can be it. This can be the masthead mm -hmm. um, on this. This is why, you know, if you're going to the New York post and you're reading on the post, like you're, you're in WordPress right there. Like that's, that's what's happening there. And they famously will talk about, you know, th how they've taken their workflow to minutes and what that's done for their overall objectives around audience and time spent on site and engagement and everything else. Is it like, changes everything. It, it does. It does. Because, you know, now you're, you're, editorial team is actually spending time doing the job that they need to do and right. not just fighting against Focusing the Focusing on the important stuff. Absolutely. So, and let's, and now we can sort of, you know, one of the great things about this is when you're leveraging something that's ubiquitous on the web, you're now like sort of when the web moves, like it moves through WordPress, which is like really exciting because Google AMP is a great example of this. Like if, if something like AMP is, is coming out, accelerated mobile pages, well, how do, how do you influence massive adoption across the web? Well, make sure it works with WordPress. And if you do that, now AMP can now work with a third of the web. And so that becomes really freeing to organizations, be that a, a Capgemini or a News Corp, because now they're able to say like, oh, WordPress is just kind of keeping up with the changes on the web. I'm not having to build in those, like the, the new things that are coming, you know, to the business. I'm they don't just have focusing, to worry about that. Yeah, it's just coming, you know, essentially for free in the platform just through mm -hmm. their use of it. And they're focusing on the actual business needs that they're trying to drive results towards and kind of leaving the overall concern around like how do we keep pace of technology and web and trends and changes like this? Like let the software itself do that. So customers are getting a real be. benefit. Yeah. Like let the pros handle their area of expertise. Yes. And you can focus on what you need to focus on. That's it. That was Nick Gerner, CEO of WordPress VIP. To find out more, visit WPVIP.com. And now, back to Tim Cook and Mark Benioff. You know, one of the things that's really carried Apple forward, and yeah. of course, we're all, we all miss Steve so much, but, you know, you had this amazing partnership before he passed, and then since he passed, you've been so true to him and his values and moving the company forward. Has there been a, a value or something that's been especially important to you about the company? Well, the, uh, the thing that we needed to do at Apple was keep innovating. Keep innovating while staying true to our values. You know, it's not simply enough to, to just innovate. You, you have to stay true to our values. And, and so we care deeply that we embed privacy in all of our products. Privacy is very important to us. We view it as a fundamental human right. Mm -hmm. And in, uh, so we've put a lot, we've doubled down on, on this many, many times uh, across the time. We've looked in the mirror hard because we wanted to be a steward of the earth. Mm. 
And, and so we didn't want to, to merely do the things that you're legally required to do, but we wanted to go well beyond that. And, and so we're, we challenge ourselves first to run the company on 100% renewable energy, and mm -hmm. we've done that. We're really proud of that. And then, and secondly, we challenged ourselves to think broader about how we could be the ripple in the pond. And uh, we began to focus on our suppliers. Because mm -hmm. actually, Apple is a huge industrial company as well. It's not known for that, but obviously we have tremendous manufacturing. And so now we're out working with all of our supplier partners to bring them to 100% renewable energy. Mm -hmm. And we've taken the audacious goal of uh, only taking recycled materials for our products mm. and to take nothing from the earth. Mm. And so this would mean no mining. And uh, uh, most people would listen to that and there you go, there's just no way. But the same people told us there was no way we could ever run Apple on 100% renewable energy. Mm -hmm. and, and so we, we take these point by point and try to stretch ourselves well beyond what we know currently we're able to do. And uh, I'm, I'm super proud of that because we want to leave the world better than we found it. Mm -hmm. and, and arguably, uh, all of us are here for a short time and mm. we have to be good stewards of the earth and mm -hmm. while we're here. And so this is very important to us. Equality is very important mm -hmm. to us. You know, we, we believe everyone should be treated with dignity and respect. Mm -hmm. and, and so we advocate, we advocate for uh, dreamers to be uh, ex extended permanently, you know, given citizenship. And this is, uh, we thank you. We have about 450 dreamers in Apple, and I've talked to many of them firsthand and, and seen their love for our country and their commitment to it uh, firsthand. And I think they're broadly representative of the, of the total, you know, several hundred thousand people. Uh, and so we're advocating for that. And so all of these things are embedded in who we are. They're not these bolt-on things. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't bolt on privacy. You, 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 uh, you think about it in the development process of products. Because you, you can see what happens when companies wake up one day and decide they're going to do something privacy-wise. You just can't do it. You have to, you have to design it in. Mm -hmm. And the same way for environment, as it turns out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the, what kind of materials are you using? Uh, did you do the work to, to use recycled materials? And, 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 so, and are you minimizing your carbon footprint or making it zero, mm -hmm. right? In the, in the goal to make it zero. And so all of these things, I'm very fortunate to uh, be at a company where we share these values and they're deeply embedded into the company and, and in the way we think and conduct ourselves. Well, it sounds like not only do you share the values, but you have an especially good way of operationalizing your values. I mean, you've now articulated mm -hmm. innovation yeah. You articulated privacy. Yeah. You articulated sustainability. Yeah. You articulated equality. Yeah. And then you said, for each one of these, you're operationalizing those values. Yeah, I think you're, you have to. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if you don't, it becomes a marketing thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we don't want to market. We want to do. You know, we want to make a difference. 
we uh, generally do. And, and so in order to make a difference, you have to operationalize it. You know, otherwise it becomes a slogan du jour or uh, a poster on the wall or, or something like that. Uh, and so, I mean, you take something like, uh, I talked about environment. We first set out to deeply understand our carbon footprint. And I don't mean just the footprint that you could measure internal to Apple, but we looked at the carbon footprint of our users when they were using our products because the energy efficiency is something we control. Mm -hmm. We looked at our manufacturing despite it not being you know, owned by Apple. And we looked at the freight, the movement of the product. In addition to all the things that are happening at Apple from data centers and so forth. And so we, we, we developed a deep understanding of what we were contributing and then began to take each piece of it and not just try to go buy a credit, which is an easy way to, to get to 100% renewable. Mm -hmm. We challenged ourselves to put new energy in the grid. Mm -hmm. And so it takes more work to do this. Mm -hmm. But as it turns out, anybody can do it. Because in the aggregate, we're doing something also that's economically good. It's taken more time to do it and in, in, in a lot of deep engineering. Uh, but we didn't want to be doing something that only a rich company could do. Mm -hmm. We wanted to do something everybody could look at and say, oh, I could do that. I can do that. And so we, we try to share that information for everyone. You know, we, we don't want people copying our products. That happens too often. But we do want people copying us in this way. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so we try to you know, make that very open. Mm -hmm. But we've taken every one of these like that and thought about how do we embed? How do we become the ripple in the pond? How do we make a contribution larger than ourselves? Because despite, you know, we're a, we're a decent size now, but if we only change ourselves, we haven't done very much. Mm. We want to put our ding on the universe, and mm -hmm. you only do that if you're creating a change mm -hmm. that's much broader than yourself. Mm -hmm. Steve used to talk about how life was kind of like a, a china shop where you kind of were in there and try not to bump things and knock them over, but yeah. sometimes you need to. Is, is that what you're saying, that yeah. you're committed to improving consumers' lives, but you're also very much com committed to improving the state of the world? Yeah. That both of these things are important to you? Yes, and they're not mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. the, there's, a, there's lots of false trade-offs out there. There's, um, some people think you can't have uh, to do really great AI machine learning unless you have a boatload of data mm -hmm. and understand everybody's personal life in detail. We don't subscribe to that. We think that's a false trade-off. Uh, some people think that you can't grow and have a big business without having a carbon footprint. We reject that. And, and so there's a lot of these um, false choices yeah. as it is that are out there embedded in people's minds. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and we try to systematically reject all of those mm. and, and turn it on its head. Is that part of how you think that you, when you kind of identify a value, mm -hmm. like one of these values you've talked about, trust or privacy, sustainability, 
innovation, equality, then do you look inside and you're trying to find the, the false choice that's been assigned yeah. to them? And, and then is that how you're innovating in the value itself? Yeah, we think different. Mm -hmm. You remember that, and that is still embedded in Apple very, very deeply. It's to, it's to, to not play the game mm -hmm. as it's been defined for decades or centuries, mm -hmm. but invent a new game. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it, it, people are so smart, you can generally believe that if you do things in the same manner, you're not going to get a much better result than people have gotten for years, decades, centuries. Mm -hmm. You have to come up with a different way of viewing the problem. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes that is the hardest part of all of it, is, mm -hmm. to, is to think out of box, to, to think different. Uh, but we try really hard to do that on all of these kind of things, because these are inherently hairball problems. Mm -hmm. You know, if they were easy, they would have been solved. Uh, but they are difficult. And, and uh, so that's what we try to do. You mentioned equality yes. also. And is there a false choice that you see that people make when it comes to equality? Is there a yeah. narrative that needs to change there? And how, do you, how did that come through you? I think the, the, the false choice on equality is if you give me more rights than I have, then you, then you have less. And th this is so bizarre. I mean, wouldn't it be great if everyone woke up one day and said, from now on, I'm treating everybody with dignity and respect. There would be so many problems in the world that would go away. Mm -hmm. And in, in every country in the world, not, not just one, it's not limited to one. But you think about it, it's, uh, you know, one that was, uh, I hope is important for me one day, who knows, uh, uh, gay marriage, right? Uh, this is one where one group wanted to withhold that right. And, and, and I'm not challenging the reason for that, but it's, it, but it's feeling like if another group has that right, that there's something less in, on the other side. And I think there are thousands, tens of thousands of those mm -hmm. that are out there that fundamentally, when it really comes down to it, is about dignity and respect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just basic human rights. Um, I think DACA is a lot like that. You know, uh, DACA, when you really think about it, these are kids. They know no other home. Why would we even think about not allowing them to stay? Right? It's, it's uh, and, and so I don't know. I, I, I think, honestly, I, I know it's naive and uh, it's not going to happen in the morning. Uh, but I think if you could flip a switch and only do one thing, it's the basic way we treat one another that would solve so many other problems. Thank you. Well, we've talked about so many things about Apple and the yeah. parade of values that Apple has. When, when you think about yourself 
you know, what is your highest value? What, what do you, you've obviously, you know, you're very contemplative, you mm-hmm. mindful, you spend a lot of time in your heart and you lead from your heart. What is the most important thing to you? Well, my, my revelation in life was, uh, probably came uh, too late, uh, but in my upper 30s, where it became clear to me, you're sort of searching for your lifetime for your purpose. I'm sure some people in the audience have done this too. You're sort of on a search and you, you convince yourself uh, early in life, well, my purpose is deciding my major in school. So you decide your major and you graduate and guess what? You still don't know what your purpose is. And so you keep looking and you think, well, it's about getting a job. Well, no, it wasn't that. And maybe it becomes a promotion. Maybe it becomes a marriage. Maybe it becomes a child. Uh, And at some point, you recognize the reason we are all here is to help somebody else. That that is the sole reason that we are here. And once you get that in your head, as it turns out, life gets so much simpler. It gets so much simpler. And, uh, and, and that, that's how I view it. Uh, that's how I view it. And so, you know, using that as kind of the North Star, you can make a lot of decisions that, are, that can be very complex and you can kind of make them pretty simple, that, you, that you're here in the service of other people, that it's not about you, you know. And, and, uh, and I very much deeply believe that. Well, Tim Cook, thank you for everything you. that you do. Thank you. And thank you for leading our industry and being here at Dreamforce. We are so grateful to thank you. you. Thank, thank you. Thank you all for all coming out. That was Tim Cook and Mark Benioff on stage at Dreamforce. As we wrap up today, a big thanks to WordPress VIP for partnering with us to bring you this show. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with WordPress VIP CEO, Nick Gurner. We'll be back with more of that conversation in our next episode. And as always, if you like today's show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe if you haven't already, and spread the word. That'll do it for this week's Blazing Trails. Join us again next week, our guest, Ariana Huffington, as the best of Dreamforce 2019 rolls on. Blazing Trails is a production of Salesforce, a customer relationship management solution committed to helping you deliver the personalized experiences customers want. So they'll keep coming back again and again. Salesforce, bringing companies and customers together. Visit salesforce.com learn more.